Welcome to One Stop Shop, a podcast discussing sports, music, TV, streetwear. I'm Mike Pallett. I'm a 22-year-old kid from Long Island, New York, and I'm about to do a deep dive every week discussing all the things that I just mentioned. Let's get into it. Okay, guys, how you doing? Welcome to One Stop Shop. I'm Mike Pallett, and uh, let's get right into it. Um, Let's start off with sports. And this has been a time where sports have all been on simultaneously. And now we are winding down, unfortunately. The Dodgers are down 2-0 in the NLCS against the Atlanta Braves after mounting a promising comeback last night in Game 2, falling short 8-7. to The Dodgers were obviously a heavy favorite at the beginning of the series as they were a heavy favorite pretty much the whole entire season this year. Um, they mounted an impressive comeback, but they fell short last night in Game 2, 8-7. to seven. The Dodgers obviously a heavy favorite, but unfortunate down 2-0 to the Braves. On the other hand, in L.A., uh, the Lakers have won the uh, bubble championship. Congratulations to the Lakers. Congrats to LeBron. His fourth championship is third title on a different team. Pretty impressive, LeBron. LeBron pretty much has cemented himself as the most consistent player to ever play the game. And he has been one of my favorite athletes for a long time. And I'm glad that the Lakers were able to bring it home for L.A. after they have been very gloomy this year after the loss of the GOAT, Kobe Bryant, and his daughter, Gianna. The day that will forever be etched in infamy. <clears throat> Get choked up thinking about it every time I think about it. But R.I.P. Kobe and Gianna. To change the topic. Okay, let's change the topic. Uh, I'm a giant fan, just putting that out there for anyone listening to this. And uh, if you are as well, you know my pain. And uh, the Giants are now 0-5. And on pace to be uh, trying to tank for the worst pick, it seems like. And that's obviously Trevor Lawrence or Fields from Ohio State being quarterbacks that are available this year. If they choose to take a new one, move on from Danny Dimes. And the Jets being right there as well with uh, the decision of do they move on from Sam Darnold or do they draft the quarterback in the next year's draft? Just like the Giants. Okay, so let's get into streetwear. So recently, Supreme has been doing a bunch of collabs, and one of them that was notable is the Smurfs collab. I'm not really ever been a fan of the Smurfs. Not really my thing. They released the skateboard. They released a bunch of hoodies and stuff like that. Got a random sticker in one of my orders. They also did a collab with uh, Ghostface Killer, where they essentially used his uh, Supreme Clientele album, which came out well over... 15 years ago at this point 
and had to pick that one up. Huge Wu Tang Clan fan. And um, recently, Kith did a drop where a part of their Monday program where they did a New York City landmark capsule which had five boroughs on it. And by them doing that, you obviously try to pick up the one that means the most to you. So I went for the Queens one. I have a lot of family that's from there and uh, sells out in seconds, essentially. But I got the Staten Island one, still a nice pickup. And now uh, for Kiff, we look forward to the collab between Kiff and BMW. Ronnie's been teasing that on his Instagram as of late. So uh, we're on the lookout for that. (laughs) And Supreme... Just released the uh, box logo. I was unfortunately not one of the people that was able to cop for retail on the drop. I was on it, but like the high traffic area is not something that we aim for, but it's something that we get. And uh, ended up copying the Navy box logo for my birthday that's coming up November 12th on StockX. Because honestly, like it's worth it and it's a solid cop and box logos are a classic part of streetwear, even though that they have like lost their hype. I don't really care about the hype. It's more of just being able to have something that's fly and be able to wear something that normal people don't have. And if you're into streetwear, you know what I mean? so one of the main sneaker drops that have occurred over like the last month two month period is the uh, union jordan collab which essentially brought us two new uh jordan four colorways the guava ice and the black noir Again, I tried to do that, but my friend was able to secure a pair of the guava ices, which are well over a thousand dollars retail, uh, resale rather. And but he, my friend Elias, he is a sneaker plug at Elias Lulo on Instagram. Holla at him if you need anything; he will fucking get it for you somehow. He will find it. Any shoes, we get all the Supreme, we get all the kick that we can, and we try to cop all Yeezys and Jordans, essentially, when we find it fit. But for Jordans, the OG Jordan 1 Pine Greens, those are for women's only, unfortunately. Like, it's a solid pair, but, like, they only make certain shoes like that sometimes. Like, it's not really, like, a woman's color, so, like, it's kind of weird why they did that, but understandable. Uh, Yeezys are continuing to drop. Kanye doesn't rest with that. I'm a huge fan of Yeezys. That's honestly like my beaters like every day. Like I have many pairs of the V2s. And it's one of my favorite 
shoes that have come out. It's very comfy, and I'm very for that. I love the Ultra Boost technology. A big fan. And there haven't been, like, too many, like, hype Jordan collabs or anything besides the unions pretty much lately. There's a rumor that the LeBron uh, 8 South Beaches are going to be retroing in the summer of 2021. That was a pair that I always wanted when I was in high school, and it was something that I could never attain because the resale value was still is like well over like $800 probably like dead stock in most places. So if I could get my hands on those, I would be hyped. This upcoming summer, though, like, I hope things get back to normal in the sense that we can start living our lives again. So I'm going to get into it, and I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about myself. When I was 18, my mom unfortunately passed away unexpectedly. She wasn't sick or anything. It was very unexpected. I was away at college and literally saw my sky fall. I thought my world was going to end. I didn't know how I was going to move on. I didn't know how I was going to ever move on. And I still struggle with my anxiety over that. It's something that I never had before the situation occurred. And it's something that has changed me for the better. So, like, if you ever are struggling with your own mental health and struggling to love yourself, please, like, go talk to your parents, go talk to a friend, go talk to someone that will help you. I joined a fraternity pretty much right after it happened. I was looking for a sense of belonging. I'm an only child, so, like, I basically, like, have, like, no one. I don't have that many cousins. The only cousin I have I'm not too close with. And I don't have too much family, realistically. No brothers and sisters, It's just me. I have a dog. His name's Jesse. He's the best dog ever. He's a little golden retriever mix puppy, but he's an old dog, and he still acts like a puppy. I looked it up the other day. It says that dog's called a forever puppy. No lies. And he literally is. He's the best dog. Calmest dog. Will never bite you. Literally just wants to be pet. He keeps me sane. And especially during this lockdown, it's not easy for someone that's like me, like to be cooped up with your thoughts 24 hours a day for months on end. It honestly was very hard. It still is kind of hard because like right now I'm not doing too much. This is the lockdown and like, we can only imagine that this isn't going to go away anytime soon. And 
that people need people need to know that things will get back to normal eventually and like you just need to stick in there and realize that other people have a lot worse situations than you do and you need to be grateful for everything that you have in your life don't like be materialistic don't be selfish try to help people and try to make other people happy and like that's like why i want to do this and i want to help and i want to be a voice for the voiceless that don't have anyone to talk to because i am that person i don't have much i don't have a hundred friends i have a few that care about me and my father is someone that I truly thank for never giving up on me especially I have had struggles with addiction and habits have popped up here and there but I have overcame that in the last year I lived by myself after I graduated from college at Johnson and Wales University in Providence, Rhode Island. I moved to a town called Everett, Massachusetts, right outside of Boston. And that's where I got the job to work at TD Garden for the time being. I had a nice apartment. It was like, whatever. I didn't feel completely comfortable there because like I was completely by myself like all the time. And, like, when you have anxiety, you overthink things. And then your mind races. And then, essentially, you, like, don't think that, like, you're okay. You think that, like, something's wrong. And, essentially, you will overcome it if you could get it together in your mind and make yourself positive by telling yourself that it will get better. It will get better. And then not only just by telling yourself by doing that, by actually like doing things that will actually maintain a positive balance in your daily life by like working out. I attribute that. And daily exercise is key. During quarantine, I bought a punching bag just so like I could like get some aggression out because like I'm a young kid and like no one really wants to give me an opportunity anyway. So, like, it's like, what do I really know? And what I really know is what I do know. And what I know is some stuff that other people might not be interested in, such as sports, music. And, like, those things, I don't want to sound cliche or overly dramatic, but I attribute sports and music to being like why I'm still standing today. Because like in a time where no one really cares about you, you could be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. And I attribute artists like GEZ, which I have a tattoo of on my arm, which means the beautiful and damned. And that explanation is something that I took to a deeper meaning. 
and I got it tattooed on me and it's a logo and it's actually, it's a dichotomy of life. Essentially it means I've had, it, well, at first it's, it's an album and it was a book by F. Scott Fitzgerald at first. That's where g took it from, but he took it to the meaning of meaning that like good things happen and bad things happen. And by that, I really gravitated towards that symbolism, and I got it tattooed on me the same day that I got tattooed for my mom. And I did that with my friend Gabe, and it helped. Some pain can help you overcome adversity. It's what makes you stronger and what doesn't kill you that will make you a better person in the long run. Like by having to go through something that's so toxic at such a young age, that wasn't the first time I had to deal with loss. I've lost many family members. I lost my aunt when I was probably seven I lost my grandma, my grandpa. I didn't even know my other grandparents. To lose my mom at 18 years old, it honestly like changed my life for the worse. I've had to fight every single day to make myself happy. And I'm still not there. I've had people, I've had girls come and go that don't give a fuck that they fucking ruined me in a time where I was lost. They don't care. Like, it's a reason why I've stayed single for a while. It's a reason why I haven't tried to look for a girlfriend since I've dealt with, like, fake people and fake relationships and, like, them wanting to like think that like it's something more than it's not and making me think that it's they like me and then they don't. I just don't have the mental energy to deal with something like that until I find someone that honestly could love me. And I hope, hope I do. But in times like this, it's honestly the people that care about you the most that matters. And if you don't have a relationship, the people that are strong enough to be by themselves are the people that will overall be okay in any situation that they will be able to face in their life. Because, like... My dad, when I was in college, he was back in New York. Like, I was basically by myself. Like, I was in a fraternity, but I had friends around me that cared, I guess. But I didn't feel completely there because, like, I was dealing with everything that I was dealing with. And I partied 
four to five times a week. Like, that wasn't like the... Definitely wasn't the correct path to be going on at 19 and 20 years old while you're in a fraternity and while you're dealing with all these emotional problems and stuff like that. But, like, I want to be the voice of the voiceless. I want to be there for people that don't know what it's like to lose someone like a parent. Like, someone that's going through it. I'm not perfect by any means. I never intended on being perfect. I smoke a lot of pot. And that's something that's honestly saved my life. When my mom died, they tried to bring me to a therapist. And they did. But I wasn't too receptive of it. I didn't know what the fuck to think. It was probably like two days after it happened. I was like, this is too fast. Like, you shouldn't be rushing me to a therapist. But they brought me there anyway. And essentially, they tried to give me Xanax. And like, yeah, I tried it. And I didn't like where it was taking me. So I had to flush it. And then I already was using weed. But like, it honestly, like, completely canceled out any opiates that like I would ever need. And it's completely a godsend. But this has been episode one of One Stop Shop. And I thank you if you listen to this. And there will be more episodes. And this was just basically an introduction of like who I am. So like this won't be a part of the podcast. Expect the first part of this episode to be what the podcast would be like. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next week.